Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Nini is pissed at EJ. Ricky's parents are getting a divorce, but Ricky and Nini almost kissed. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How are you guys feeling today? Hey, we lit. We out here. We're out here. I think it's officially time. I was just talking to Josh in the back about how much I love the theme song for our special segment, just how much I'm pumped for this show. I'm ready to get into it. Well, let me tell the people who you are first. Mr. Know, Team this. EJ. Mr. Jeff Williams. <laughs> yes, Team EJ. EJ all day. On the island But I like himself. to say. Yes. Hey, yeah. no, I'm not. Over first off, hey. Quarter. <laughs> oh, no, first wait. off, let me appreciate some of my guys in the comments. Because we are riding strong with Team EJ. Don't. Well, let me rephrase that. You're on the island by yourself on this panel. In the, oh, cha- yeah. in the chat yeah. and everywhere else. Hey. Yeah, but on the panel, however. But this right island over here, over is here. thriving. Okay. We're thriving. I want y'all to know girl that. Girl power. <laughs> and speaking of girl power, Miss 411 of all things Disney, Shay Jones. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to get into today's episode because I need to talk about this island over here. Mm. Yeah. And, of course, there can't be girl power without me. That's <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> um, But what were your overall thoughts on this episode, Jeff? Um, I really like this episode. Um, not for my guy EJ, mm-hmm. but I like this as a whole. <laughs> I honestly thought I thought this was a really uh, deep episode. Yes, it covered a lot of deep topics, and I thought they handled it well. I thought there was um, even like some subliminal messaging through like T-shirts and stuff yeah. that like resonates so much for especially a Disney Channel show. So I loved it there. Um, music was always always good. Mm-hmm. I love the new song by um, by Nini. Um, yeah, there was just so many great moments in this episode, so I can't wait to break it down. All right, Michelle, what were your thoughts? I loved it. I loved Miss Jen's, like, I can't wait to get in the quotes she said, because those were seriously <laughs> my favorite part of this episode. Yeah. That and Natalie's sparkly hamster. And mm. stay tuned, like Jeff said, we are going to have our special segment, Wildcat Corner, and we have some pretty cool music, so make sure to stay tuned for that and some cool news. But I thought this episode was pretty cool. It definitely gave us a little bit of everything, but I'm, I feel like now we're definitely getting a little bit more into the plot, into more of these relationships, and more into finally Ricky and his fa- family dynamic, and also with Nini. We saw that with her mom and everything, so I thought it was really cool. I, By far, one of my favorite episodes. Well, obviously, we're still still pretty like new into the season but 
so far, I think this is definitely one of the good ones, and I feel like this season's gonna get even better as we progress. But let's start with the relationship. So I'm gonna give it to you, Mr. Jeff Williams. What were your thoughts on Nini being all pissed at EJ and pretty much calling him out in front of everyone? It was rightfully so because what I what I've said about EJ since the first episode is that he needs to work on himself. He needs to kind of step back and see what he's doing because mm-hmm. he's in the wrong. Right. And I was happy to see that Nini is like telling him that I'm like dog like back up I need to work on me you need to work on you this is not working you can't just steal my phone and he's still worried about Ricky like this ain't about Ricky this is about me and you and the the, like thing is you're bringing up Ricky you're bringing Ricky into this so Mm -hmm. that was like it's not good do you feel like it's a part of like his big ego that he has it's his part of his insecurity Ah. is the the ego is the forefront that's just because that's another cover for the insecurity. You're not bringing up you're not bringing up Ricky if there's no insecurity in your relationship and in with you. Interesting, good point. What about you, Shay? There was some things that EJ did bring up, like that he pretty much got one of the girls sick during camp to give her the lead role. What were your thoughts on that big reveal? <laughs> oh, okay, so the pause was for a reason, guys. I still I can't get over it. I'm like I'm okay. There's one thing to be supportive. There's another thing almost to be psychotic maniac in a way (laughs) in your support of me right that is like almost not stalkerish territory but in the ways how stalkers are obsessed over a certain thing for a certain reason to get to a certain result Mm -hmm. he has that almost same not mentality just like intensity about it when it comes to nini in this relationship why like you made me think that i got this myself like it was a divine intervention but it was because you inflicted it. And I would never know if I would have got that part on my own. Yeah. And I think for her, that's what it's about. It's not about the fact that you did it. It's the fact that you you say you believe in me, but you don't let me get, get the chance to rise to the occasion without right. any interference. Yeah, it's like he's pretty much giving her these things in order for her to feel better about herself. And we see throughout like these past couple episodes that she kept referring back to that role that she had over the summer. Yeah. And how she was super proud of her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline herself and that she finally got the legal role to now her thinking about it well i never really got it i got it because ej got the girl sick and i was pretty much the person who had to step up and do it so it it really this episode i felt for nini because it's like everything was taken away from her because from what ej was revealing but i think one of the biggest things that i got from that conversation was when nini said summer is over that Mm. was Perfect line. Yes. All I'm all I'm saying is, yes, it was bad on the face, but let's be realistic about it. He was doing it in support of her. Okay. Everything he's done, bad, horrible, misguided, has been misguided love towards her. Right. He's been vocal about how much he cares about her. He's so paranoid. That's why he gets in the phone. He wants to see her succeed. That's why he um, ruins the other girl and makes her sick. He's very misguided. That's why I say he needs to focus on him. But this is all positive things for her it's not like he's being malicious for no reason so he's not a bad guy he just puts it he's just um 
naive, I guess. I mean, to back you up in that, in what you said, Jeff, one of the things that was also backing, or one of the people that was backing up EJ was his cousin Ashlyn, and she pretty much said as well, he has good intentions, but does the wrong things. So when Ashlyn said that, did you still feel, do you not feel for EJ at all? I feel for him as a person. I feel like, you know how we say some people come into your life to get you ready for another person, another opportunity, to teach you a lesson <laughs> about your life. I feel like Nene was is the catalyst, but not the end game, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like, she, she's the person that's going to help him maybe become a better person without being in a relationship. But this is the catalyst to get you to be that better person on your own and into a new relationship where you understand how, how love is supposed to work. Right. The thing is, Jeff, I want to talk about you, talk about this with talk you. Talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> Not talk about you. But yeah. Um, this relationship has only been going on for two months. Mm-hmm. So when you said summer is over, it's pretty much that's when the relationship was growing. Yep. And now it's slowly falling apart. Do you feel like they can recover from this? Not if he doesn't change. I mean, EJ EJ needs to get out of his own head, needs to stop hurting himself, yeah. and just realize, just listen to her. Mm-hmm. Let her do what she needs to do and let her grow by herself with the, her own willpower. You can always be there and support her, yeah. but if he doesn't change, they don't need to be together, and I don't want them to be together. As much as I'm Team EJ, and shout out Logan Knight, that's also Team EJ in the, ca- <laughs> in the chat, but as much as I'm Team EJ, I don't want that for Nini if EJ's not all the way there. All right. I mean... Okay, so it's been two months, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm granted we are in high school, so feelings are definitely more hyper and you know very stronger yeah. in high school because we're teenagers. Like everything right. is very intense for us. However, again, if this is how you show love, I don't need it in my life because this is not this is not a good healthy love. This mm-hmm. is almost a toxic, yeah, malicious in a sense type of love that she doesn't need to be a part of. And he, like you said, he needs to work on himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really that much against. EJ, I mean, I'm still Team Ricky, however. I will say this. EJ, if you want Nene back, stop making the same bad decision. Mm-hmm. Like, first, when you, you know, said, Gina, you know, you're a sophomore, that was wrong. But, yeah, just, you know, be on your own on your yeah. own, on your own side. We'll get to that. We'll however, get to <laughs> don't go working with her because you think it's going to do something. Right. She has her own agenda, and yeah. she's proven it constantly. Yeah. She will do what can work for her, and this is where she needs it to be. All right. Well, and- Speaking of one of the things that you said was that it was, it's not healthy for her if this is technically a toxic relationship. So my question is, this is just with Ricky and their history. What happens when that's over? Let's say Ricky is over it and wants to just work on himself and figure out his own situation with his family. What if another guy tries to step in? Is EJ going to do the same thing or is he really going to change? Yeah, I mean, right now he's going to do the same thing because he keeps digging. He keeps digging himself a hole. He's joining with Gina. He's digging himself even a bigger hole. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not going to stop digging that hole until right. he stops acting the same way. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who it is, what problem, what person. He's going to act in the same way until he changes. Yeah, to be honest, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I felt for EJ in this episode because, yes, he, I felt like he was a little lost. Yes, he really loves Nini and he wants to prove that to her, but at the same time, his intentions are not good. So it's like, all right, I feel for you in the sense that you really want to do something good, but you're not doing anything good. But then I felt for Ricky because Ricky's going through a lot. And at the end of the day, seeing that connection that happened in this episode, it was like, okay, it's meant to be. I'm like, I don't know who to choose now because they both are going through a lot. But let's talk about Ricky and his home situation. We obviously finally see that Ricky's mom comes home and 
she pretty much they announced that they're getting a divorce legally separated legally separated yeah. technically a divorce so until i say the word divorce i'm just gonna say legally separated okay <laughs> legally separated Look, I'm, like, I'm gonna probably say divorce in my Same. studio <laughs> i mean because at the end of the day that's where it's going towards yeah. but jeff what were you, were you surprised when you saw uh, ricky's mom um, when I no, I was just happy that it happened because really? we kind of we kind of talked about it so much. I mm-hmm. wanted the conflict to be there, right. and um, I I love the conflict. I love how his dad was like wasn't prepared mentally, which mm-hmm. the two hours what is you should have been thought about this, but yeah, he wasn't prepared, so it was kind of that awkwardness. And I love how Ricky kind of just like said what he needed to say and left it because mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, you guys are grown a adults. Y'all shouldn't be in here acting full like, oh, well, this is awkward. Y'all should have planned how you're going to approach your son. Right. So I, I love how awkward it was because it should have been awkward. And I love the storyline. I hope to see more of it. For sure. What about you, Shay? What do you think about this whole scenario? For me, it's the dad. I feel like the dad wanted to continue try to oh, fight yeah. for the marriage, but the wife was just done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it was awkward for him. He was like, I thought I had two more hours to like prepare myself like, I married you. I mm-hmm. wanted, I expected forever. I really didn't expect us to be here and for you to move to New York and, I mean, Chicago and just leave. Yeah. And I think that expectation was also given to Ricky because Ricky kept saying over and over again, I thought my parents were going to be together. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared because that's technically as a child when you grow up with in a home where your parents are always together, they're married and everything like that. That's what you grow up to see. So mm-hmm. it makes sense why. You know, if things are falling apart, he is scared, doesn't know what to do, and runs off. Because I felt like in this episode, we Ricky definitely demonstrated what a teenager would do. Which is pretty much avoid the whole situation and deal with it on his own. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, like, it'll... That was so realistic. Yeah. Like, literally him bouncing from house to house to, like, trying to find someone to connect to. Right. And, like, trying to find his, like, safe spot. It, it seems so realistic, and I loved how he did that and bounced and had different storylines and then finally came yeah. home. Well, let's talk about the first location that he went to. He obviously went to rehearsal, which he was late. So, and I think the funny part about this rehearsal was that everyone was kind of off. Obviously, we saw that Nini and EJ were not performing the best. <laughs> never, like, I've never heard such a bad rendition of what I've been looking for in my life. And then... <laughs> Nene just came for the riffs. I know. She was just like, I'm just going to hit some riffs so you understand I'm really not trying to hear you today. Mm. But I know, Shay, you love Miss Jen. Talk about Miss Jen a little bit in this rehearsal. No, Miss Jen was everything in this rehearsal. I mean, I, I get her trying to have a very constructive rehearsal. And right. and she she doesn't understand what's going on. And obviously, no one's telling her what's happening. EJ and Nene are saying we're... Not broken up just yet, but mm-hmm. something something's happening, obviously. And then, you know, she said, I want to feel your, I want to feel the heart and love between you. And she's like, were you not getting that? Yeah. And she's like, I want you to get there without cracking his ribs. <laughs> Pretty I was much. like, that was the best line of the night. I know. One of my favorite moments also was Big Red, your favorite character. <laughs> I know, Jeff. Yep. <laughs> um, my God. So how'd you feel about when you obviously saw him all confused, not knowing pretty much stage directions or anything like that? He was like just lost. I know. I loved him, and I, 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 like I said, he's my guy. But I want more. I feel like he's Mm -hmm. just a comic relief, even with his his kind of his like what the sleep apnea. Yeah, I'm like even with that, and like the kind of him talking to Ricky a little bit about it. Yeah. It wasn't enough for me. I feel like I still need more from him. Like, I love the funny parts. Like, he can kill that. But, yeah. like, he's such a more, like, 
he can have a bigger role in this story, and I need to see that. Are you surprised to see him actually still in the rehearsals and everything? Because, I mean, at the beginning, he really wasn't for this whole musical thing. I think now it's just him being there for Ricky. Like, he's staying for Ricky. Mm -hmm. So He didn't expect to do anything, but he's there for Ricky. Right. And speaking of being there for Ricky, obviously Ricky does not want to be home. He's late to the rehearsal. Miss Jen goes off on him, and we kind of see an intimate moment between Miss Jen, but then obviously it turns. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I wanted to see a little bit more of Miss Jen and that, like, being that teacher, you know, that kind of motivates the student and really helps them out, but... We obviously didn't see that. That's technically, or I don't think that's her role in this as a teacher, maybe mm-hmm. as a drama teacher. But one of the things that we did see was him going to Big Red's house and trying to sleep there. So were you surprised to see that he was avoiding his house and didn't want to go? No, that would have been me all day. Really? I would have avoided my house for a while. Just because, like, you need time to process, too. Right. It's not just about your parents processing what's going on in their lives. As a kid, you have to process it. Even though my parents told me it has nothing to do with me, it's not my fault, I got to really take a deep breath to figure out what I'm going to do with the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he obviously didn't last at Big Red's house, obviously, because <laughs> yeah. of the sleeping machine, the noises, and everything. But I want to talk to you, Jeff, about mm. this moment at Nini's house. Yes. <laughs> Look, my opinion has not changed <laughs> <laughs> before, before I go into that, I just want to say one thing about um, about Miss Jen. Okay. I agree with you. I wish it would have went longer. Yeah. But the fact that we have this this um, conversation with with Nini and Ricky makes sense that it didn't go longer because like he would have kind of been resolved if he had a longer conversation with Miss Jen and kind yeah. of found that kind of common ground and been okay with to go home. It kind of left on an empty point, so he still needed to talk to more people. That's why I felt like it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean. I agree with you. I wanted more. Well, not just that. Like in high school, we there's some instances where students go to their teachers, and you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. teachers to express what's going on at home. So I would have liked that reality of her stepping in and really helping him out because that's technically what a teacher is supposed to do, especially in high school when this is a serious issue. Oh yeah. So that's why I wanted a little bit more. I I 100% agree. But to get back on this um, with EJ and Nini. Uh, no, Ricky and Nini. Sorry. So I was, I was thinking of the correct um, relationship. Sorry. The wrong relationship. So, so we're going to talk about the wrong relationship. No. Um, oh, yeah, EJ. Okay, cool. So like I said, Ricky and Nini. When I I love I loved how he got in there and how she didn't know anything about it and how, um, not to jump too far, the second part of her song was about Ricky. Yes. If, you remember, mm-hmm. if you remember the first part, it was about EJ. It seemed like the second part was more about Ricky. But I loved how it was like, what, you, what is he doing here? Like, why'd you say okay? And she had no clue. She, the mom was like, look, she, he had a better, a worse day than you. So I love I loved that dynamic. Once they got into the, to the, like, the root to everything, it was cool to see that she was there for him. Um, I, I didn't like that they almost kissed for the simple fact that I think they both need to grow by yes, themselves. I agree. Because them, like, being together is not going to really help either one of them. It's right. definitely not going to fi- help her, like, find her confidence in herself. Yeah. And it's not going to help him, like, try to figure out what, like, who he actually is and who, what's going on with his family. Yeah. Yes, she's there. It'd be great for her to be there as a great friend, as someone to talk to because he trusts for her, to, uh, he trusts her and everything, but not a re- relationship, not right now. I agree. I definitely agree with your point. I think they do have to... Ricky needs to focus on resolving his issues with his parents. Nini needs to focus on herself, especially after the song. It kind of showed, don't focus on love right now. Focus on yourself. But, Shay, if you were Nini's mom, would you have let Ricky in? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, you have to take into account what they went through. However, I do know what he's going through at home. Mm-hmm. So even though you're in a in-between place with my daughter, I'm still a mom. Yeah. I still want you to be safe. Right. And you can be safe here, even if you, even only for a couple hours in one night. Mm-hmm. So I would have did it. And plus that LS. SLC fried mm-hmm. shirt was yeah, everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Proudly, and I loved it. No, I just, I, oh, no. no, that that little moment was seriously one of the best moments as well. I thought that was super dope, and it was like one of the things I, I talked about the, at the start. Um, it was like something they didn't even need to talk about. Yeah. It was just there, and it spoke volumes. So I was of like, course. I was like, that was dope. Yeah. And it's, like like I said, Disney Channel is always pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. with this show, and I love to see that. Yeah. All, all type of inclusion. But for those of you in the chat, definitely let us know what you thought about this big moment because it obviously was a huge moment. This kiss or almost kiss because it didn't happen well i want to shout out somebody in the chat we have hell ellen hainwright they've got codependency issues they need to learn to work without each other and yeah and then external shockwave says they're going to get together maybe come the finale mm. yeah. ivan is team Rini. he doesn't want friendship he wants the romance and yeah okay. but i mean i know we left ej but i want to shout something out that run said that I didn't think about, but when he said it, it makes so much sense in the comment. Mm-hmm. He said EJ's love is more of an obsessive compulsiveness oh. to, uh, for EJ to feels for Nini. And I was like, whoa, dude. I didn't even think of it that way. But when you think of it in those terms, it seems it fits more. Yeah. That's true. I didn't even... Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I, was like, I okay. think not to an extreme, yeah. but a little bit. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I have to agree with that. And also, we I've been reading a lot of comments of you guys saying that you've missed our live streaming of this, so make sure that you subscribe to AfterBuzz TV, the just this channel because this is where we're going to be from now on every Tuesday at 8 p.m. So, make sure that you are here to chat with us live. I know you guys have been saying that they couldn't find us, so we are here. So don't forget to join us every Tuesday and give us a like, comment. We see you guys. We're shouting you out, so thank you so much. But let's move forward. We see Ricky going back home. Mm -hmm. So we kind of see that intimate moment with his mom. Shay, did you like that? Pretty much Ricky was sort of building his relationship back with his mom in that moment. I felt like him going back home was a dis- like what needed to happen because mm-hmm. you can only avoid things for so long, right. and I think this is his way of getting the actual chance to say goodbye in in, in his own way when he, if when he needs it, mm-hmm. but also understand that your mom's to your mom, even if she yeah. is in Chicago, you don't really lose her. She's just gonna be in a different state, of course. and I feel like he that's something he's come to terms with slowly. And, like, then he played, you know, what I've been looking for. I know. Juicy hmm. Lee in the ears. And I was just like, Well, not heart. just that. I think the big question when he asked was, like, how, how long, long are you staying? And when she was, like, a week at least, that's when I felt that relief from him, at mm-hmm. least. Saying, like, okay, I at least have a week to enjoy my mom before she leaves. But, yes, I think you're right in the sense that, he, at the end of the day, that's his mom. So, Jeff, what were your overall thoughts on, like, this scene and pretty much Ricky... Enjoying his mom for the time that he has left. I thought it was necessary, like you guys said. Um, I don't automatically think that he's come to terms with it yet. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, okay with, like, her being there in that situation. I think it's, like, he needed to go home. Yeah. And he's, like, I need to at least know how long I have with her. Right. And um, I th- so, like I said, it was necessary. But other than that, it didn't do too much for me. It just, it was realistic. Yeah. Like, the whole, like like I said earlier... Him leaving, going to f- try to find outlets, which were his friends, which were re- rehearsal, and then eventually coming back. It was realistic, and I love that they kept him 
realism. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I love the pictures of, like, just his mom and him mm-hmm. that she was packing up. I thought that was oh, just, yeah. like, it was just a nice sentimental moment, but also just really hit home. Like, they, you had good moments. Mm-hmm. I know it's bad right now, but when if you can get to the good part, right. it might make the transition for you a little bit better. Yeah, like, this will pass. It's pretty much, like, a transition for everyone. Not only him, but his mom. Mm-hmm. And for his dad, I feel like throughout this, these episodes, we've seen his dad suffer because of this. Because, like you said, Shay, he's been wanting to fight for it. So I think it's definitely a transition. But, of course, in this episode, we cannot miss Gina. She's there. And she's still mm. working it. <sighs> she's trying to get her way and helping out EJ. But at first, it didn't work. So what were your thoughts, Jeff, when pretty much EJ rejected her offer on still helping him? I think I think it was good. It kind of teased me as an EJ fan. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going to start turning a new leaf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do something good, like a smart EJ would do. But no, I mean... <laughs> It's just frustrating that he keeps going back into the circle. Mm -hmm. And with Gina in particular, like, she's just as caught up as he is. Yeah. And, but, but thing is, she is smart about it. Mm -hmm. Because she knows that he's as caught up, but she's controlling the situation. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to see how much she can control that situation. And if something's going to change and maybe she can't control it. Yeah, for sure. Shay, when you saw that Gina saw this poster, did you think that that was her idea of EJ taking her to the homecoming dance? Yeah. I mean, why else? Well, you don't need a picture. And I also feel like it's a two-part thing. Mm-hmm. If she's seen with EJ, she gets more credibility in the school. Right. Maybe she, she, can, ah. she can prove that, hey, I'm the new Nini, homecoming queen and queen. That's the stepping stone to, like, let me be the ruler mm-hmm. of <laughs> East High. <laughs> When he leaves, I'll be, like, the legacy left behind in a way. Interesting. That's what I got mm. from it. Oh, yeah, I think she's, she thinks way more ahead. Yeah. Like, she's, she's way more so ahead. So she's smart she's, about it, like yes. Jeff said. Oh, yeah, for sure. We, and we see that because she has a strategy. Everything that she says, her plan is a strategy. It's not just, like, EJ kind of just goes by, like, instinct in a way, but not in a good way. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to do this, like... But it doesn't end up working out. But Gina has a plan, and she really thinks about the end result. He doesn't. So it's definitely interesting to see because they ended it on her or EJ going to Gina's house and pretty much saying, okay, I'll take you to the homecoming dance. So are you guys looking forward to that? I don't even know what's about to happen. (laughs) But, I mean, I want to shout out Courtney in this episode. Oh, yes. Her opening, she just like the keep, donate, must throw in fire box. Mm. I was here for the yeah. box. I legit wanted to actually go into that box, figure out what was going in the fire. Right. I feel totally different about Courtney right now. Why? Really? Unfortunately. I don't want like, to go too far on a tangent. But I'm not like I'm mad at her. I'm disappointed. Why? And I hope that she, because she's so strong. She's so like... Um, oh, and strong. with the Tanya Yes, thing. with the Tanya thing. I was very upset that she was just kind of falling back because she's a senior. She's like, oh, Tanya's, uh, or whatever her name was, is kind of taking over yeah, ta- uh, taking over the costume family. and everything. And I'm like, so I'm going to just go in my place because I'm a sophomore. Da, 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 da. I'm like, nah, you've been so so like ready to jump on uh, anybody. <laughs> like, come on, stay strong, stay you. Don't fall back because of senior. I hope this right. is just a storyline to make her be, uh, to find like, inner rebellious. strength. Or just find inner strength in herself to like stand up to to Tanya or whatever. But right now, I was disappointed in hearing that. Yeah, it was so funny. 
have you ever did with Nini's done when you just got a relationship and it seems like everybody is just in a relationship and they're just making out in front of yes. you and you just want to just bring like, the hellfire <laughs> stop kissing in front yeah. of me you guys are a very cute couple but why yeah you don't know him right I thought that was so realistic <laughs> yes. of, of like you hilarious. just got a relationship <laughs> well not even just in high school but just in general, general. now like yeah. I was in there like last year like <laughs> oh why why is everyone in a relationship right now but Courtney knows her friend cause she got up she's like don't don't yeah. even mm-hmm. don't say a word well, keep it to yourself and speaking of Nini let's talk about Nini a little bit more um we do see her before this whole Ricky situation writing this new song. Shay, I know you are all about the song. So what did you think about this one and pretty much her expressing herself and everything that's been going on in this new song? I felt the song was very truthful to where she is. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you, ha- like you, ha- you have two guys, but shouldn't she be enough? I've, I've, and I, we keep saying, like, when you're in a relationship, you have to also love yourself before you can be in a relationship because if you don't know who you are right. and if you, if you don't have enough self-respect or love for yourself how can you ever expect somebody ever to get somebody else to give it to you yeah so in the, in the sense of that the song spot on because I mean come on all girls all we want is a good guy yeah. like seriously we all <laughs> we want is a good guy who is faithful I'm gonna say again faithful <laughs> Even a girl, if depending on like how fluid you are in your life, you also need girl, a guy that loves you back equally. Equally, without yes. without going EJ on or, you, but equally that actually says they're going equally. Just saying, yeah, an exclusive right yeah. to the relationship. I mean, there's just a lot of things that women and men both want in a relationship. Yeah. We all want to be loved, and I think that's I think the bigger thing. Everybody wants to be loved. That seriously is it. That is the factor. That is the denominator that ties us all together. Mm-hmm. We all want to be loved. And one of the things that hurt me, though, in this song in particular, it was that she was questioning herself. Am I not enough? And my mm-hmm. expectations are too high. And it's like, no, you. I need you to, like, build up your confidence. You are enough. This has nothing to do with you. Ricky has his family problems. That's why you couldn't say I love you to you. But you don't know that. EJ, it's his... Issues. Insecurities, yeah. like you said. <laughs> so, how did you feel, Jeff, when you heard her pretty much saying these things about herself? It was upsetting to see that she doesn't have the confidence in herself, but mm-hmm. we kind of already know that. Yeah, I'm hoping this is like the launching pad to like self discovery in a sense and self growth. Mm-hmm. Because in the first half, she she said something along the lines of pay, uh, "perfect on paper", paper. Yeah. and "perfect on paper," and that's that's her realizing that AJ great. He, has, he checks all the boxes, but yet he's not really perfect. Right. So it's great that she's coming to the real, realization of that. And then in the second part, she comes to the realization uh, that Ricky can't really be accounted for right at this moment. Like, mm-hmm. he's a wild card because of everything going on with his family. Exactly. So, like, she's at least coming to the realization of she can't count on anybody except herself. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she grows from this. Right. And I think in the preview of next episode, we do see her stepping up and kind of, you know what, it's my time now. It's mm-hmm. girl time. So we have a lot to look forward to in the next episode, but there was, this was pretty much it for this week. I mean, especially but, the cast change. Yeah. Quote, unquote, Gina said. I was like, when you, what was you talking about? A cast change around here. When you said that, at first I was like, wait, what? And then I thought about it. I was like, for homecoming, you yeah. had it. And then it made sense. And I was yeah, like. because Mr. Bizarre's like, you're not Nini. She's like, there's been a cast change. I know. I, I, like I that love little that. smirk and smile. I'm like. Oh, she devious. <laughs> <laughs> but now let's get into our wildcat corner. Oh, there it is. What up? Hey. Oh, my headphones are almost falling off. <laughs> we too hype over here. I know. Okay, so guys, if you're 
just joining us for our first ever Wildcat Corner. I can't wait. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> so if you're joining us for the first time for the Wildcat Corner, this is how it works. We're going to be shouting out our MVP, somebody that rocked our world this episode from just our favorite quote or person. It doesn't matter because this show is amazing and we have to show up. Yes. So we're going to start with Jeff. Mm. <laughs> he thought I was going to go So I'm going to go with, with Nini. I've talked about, we talked about it throughout the whole episode. I loved her in this episode because she kind of stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. From the jump, she told EJ, summer's over. She kind of stood, to an extent, stood her ground against Ricky and the emotions that she was facing. So I love that. She's kind of growing through her song. And like I said, I just want to see more of it. So I loved her in this episode, and I can't wait to see more. Okay, cool. And for me, it was Nini as well, but actually someone else was actually Ricky, because in this episode, he was very vulnerable. He was finally letting everything out, even if it was just with Nini. Like, I'm scared, and you can literally feel that for him, so I gotta go with Ricky. He's progressing, for sure. Uh, for me, it's Miss Jen's on quotes, but it's Ricky <laughs> overall, because, like you said, it was, it was the vulnerability yeah. of it. There's nothing seriously sexier or better than watching a man be vulnerable. Yeah. That is very... That's He's a very still tra- a kid, technically. He can't, but you know, guys know, everybody knows what I mean. Like, watching a, a boy, man, yeah. or whatever be vulnerable, you don't see that. And right. I love the fact that, like, Disney is also touching on that, like, trying to break toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be vulnerable and tear up. Right. It's okay, and that's fine. Jeff, are you so, a vulnerable guy? So, if I start crying, like, I'm gonna get more numbers and stuff? Is that what <laughs> so, like... Depends on the female, look, okay? Look, ladies oh, out there watching. Hello. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my. Uh, oh my god! I'm just trying to get. I'm just listening to y'all. Well, I guess. I need, I need <laughs> a second opinion for this, and for this, I'm gonna go to Mr. Josh in the booth, our producer. Are you a vulnerable guy? Is this better? I mean, listen. There's nothing wrong being vulnerable, but at the same time, you don't want to let people in too much. You know what I mean? So, okay. if you want to get to know somebody or you're trying to get to know somebody you got to show a little bit inch by inch and everything like that <laughs> but as far as just being straight up vulnerable not yet ah, so a balance that's what we're looking for yeah. a balance, balance so a balance is definitely balance is key balance is very key and it's I think also a staple for the show, like balance for how you have a good rehearsal. It's going to get mm-hmm. you to the end of the line. Everything has to be balanced, and life is the same way. I agree. I definitely agree. Now, on to that point. Let's go to our <laughs> shoes. Ooh. Ooh. Mr. Death, give it up. Every time, every time I hear it, I always start typing. But uh, this week, we don't have news. We have the gossip side. Oh, so, okay. since we saw in, we saw in the trailer that um, Carlos goes up to Seb and kind of brings up homecoming. We don't know for sure because obviously we haven't seen the episode mm-hmm. that we think he's going to ask him to homecoming. And not only we're not only the ones that are excited. <laughs> people in uh, people, all the fans are excited. They're literally tweeting about it. They're saying everything, and um, they're loving it. They gave this guy gave him a ship name. That said, uh, Seb Blows. And we talked about this right before the show got on. And I want to hear what you guys think about the nickname Seb Blows. I mean, it's cute. I think it's cute the fact that we have another, like, gay couple. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that we're going to see a little bit more of Carlos. I love Carlos. I know. Carlos is really going to shine in the Homecoming episode. Mm-hmm. I like the ship name. I think it's adorable. I love ship names just in general. Mm. When they're good, and I think this is a really great one. 
So that's well, just me. That makes one of us because I am not sold on Seblos. I want to wow, hear in the chat what you guys think about so, the nickname. Which one would you? I'm going with CB. And yeah. you and there's <laughs> like Chris Brown. No, no, I know, but <laughs> like, wh- Carlos I'm and how that works. just the C from Carlos, the B from from Seblos or Seb. It's Seb. But the thing is, what the thing it be is, CS? I understand that, but like CS doesn't sound tight. Neither does uh, CB. I feel like I'm gonna talk on a uh, trucker radio breaker Keb. breaker. Look, at, at the end of the day, CB breaker, breaker. CB rolls off the tongue. But no, I love I love that we're gonna get more <laughs> of of Carlos. I love that we're gonna actually explore that because I always bring back Andy Mack because that's where I've known Sophia Wiley from. But like they kind of touched on this topic by having the first openly gay character on Disney Channel. Yes, now they're yes. actually extending this by having him venture out. Well, we don't know that. Let me not right. let me not put any um, judge or say anything before they actually say it. But, like, we might actually get into that, into that relationship and explore that on Disney. So that would be cool. I, I agree with you, but let's... I want to know what the people think about CB, Mr. CB. Um, Team CB all day. Um, please do... Please say something about that name. I just feel like I'm like... Yes, yeah, sir. I'm just going down to the diner. It's been a long 18 hours. Oh, my God. Look at how cute Seblos is. Who in the world is a Seblos? What is a Seblos? I, I like that. Is there multiple Seblos? Seblos actually sounds pretty sick. That sounds See? like a really... Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Seblos, Seblos sounds so like tight. a like, sick rapper's name or like a sick graffiti mm-hmm. artist's name. It's yeah. just Seblos. True. But does that sound like a ship name? No, but that that, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, when thank you. CB is just a no no from Ivan in the chat. Yeah. Thank you. Well, look, Ivan, you're a no no because CB, <laughs> CB all day. Okay, Logan Knight. He is let's very go. passionate. If you did not understand, okay. <laughs> even Jazz is saying, don't take him seriously. Even Jazz is Jazzy Jones is saying, not a CB. Hey. It, oh, it could be, but it's the same thing, pronounced Seb. Like, legit, if you just pronounce Seb's name, you can just say, like, their name. <laughs> like, a one thing. If it's pronounced C-E-B. I mean, it's spelled C-E-B. Oh, okay, got it. Interesting. Or what about cab? You go K, uh, C-A for Carlos and then B for Seb, cab. That's pretty I'm going to catch a cab. <laughs> I'm going to open a cabinet. No. <laughs> I think we're going to have to come up with Look, like, some they new They just need to come up with a name that has nothing yeah. to do with their first name. Even Ellen says, see, everybody in chat saying no to you, sir. Look, the Luba, uh, Seblo is it's clutter. Cu- it's cuter. Oh. See, you're <laughs> Hey, I'm like over here trying to make his words change just to be on my oh side. My Logan, I thought we were here. Mm. No. I guess not. CB. I, <laughs> I'm going to wait for the comments. I'm going to give you some homework. Because not on my team. I'm going to give you some homework. Please come up with a new name for next Either way, week. that is a gossip. I can't wait to see what how they explore it and if they explore it next episode and going forward. For sure. Now like, let's go ahead. <laughs> well, after all that, now let's go ahead and go into our predictions because that leads us mm. into our predictions. Ooh. Oh my god. I love it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. They're in the chat. They're laughing at my quote. I'm going to catch a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I'll even try for that one. That was really <laughs> But predictions. You want me to go first? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I predict that. It's going to be an interesting girls' night. A girls' mm-hmm. night that have good intentions is going to go very, very wrong somehow. Right. That's now that Miss Jen has got her. She wanted to include herself. I don't yep. know what's going to happen. But I do hope they come out stronger to the other side of that. Gina is going to try to, in a way, sway EJ to her way of thinking. Like, if they mm. get together, maybe Nini's going to want him more. 
because now Gina has something that Nene had, and now she's going to want it back. Wait, let me ask you this. Do you think it's going to happen? What? Where Nene's going to want him. Like, is the plan going to work? I don't think so. No? She, you blocked them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what, like, you don't just block somebody for no reason. Right. Cool. See, Go ahead, I got a couple of them. So I got Nene. <laughs> I think someone already said in the chat, but um, I think Nene is going to stay single to the finale. I think this is like, oh, okay. I think this is where she grows. I, I love the dynamic between her and Ricky. Mm-hmm. I think it actually will be Ricky, even though I don't think that's right. I think it will be. That's how the show's going. Writers are wrong. It's fine. Wow. But... <laughs> But like I said, I hope you're not I think, watching writers. <laughs> Just so I'm gonna turn my head no, to the side. I'm not with you. Hey, <laughs> no, but either way, I think Nini. I think Nini will be single to the finale. I think this is where she kind of grows. Um, I think Gina will actually start having feelings for EJ mm-hmm. during this time that they're in homecoming, and I think that's the part where I said she's not gonna be able to control that because she's controlled everything so far. So that's gonna be an interesting dynamic, and also I think Big Red and Ashlyn are gonna be going to the dance together and start having a relationship. Oh, okay. cool! I definitely think that I have to agree with you. I think Gina is gonna start feeling something for EJ, but I do predict that they're probably gonna kiss at the homecoming. Dance. Yeah, somebody in the mm. chat actually mentioned that's, that too. That they either, they predict that. Yeah. Um, so I for sure. So shout out to yeah. the person in the chat because I definitely agree that that's gonna happen. And I predict that Rick is gonna go to the homecoming dance looking for Nini. But she's not going to be there. I don't think she's going to end up showing up. So their plan's not going to work. Yeah. So, but it could be a happy accident for Gina and EJ. Yeah. True. I so. will say that. And also, before we go, even your man Logan Knight in the chat said, "Yo, Jeff, you my boy, but Seblo is better." I know. I know. It's fine. Uh, I, I could. I couldn't get out of here without doing that because Logan Knight is a big EJ team. EJ with me. Like, he is completely Look. team EJ. However, me and Logan go way back to like episode one, so like we're good. <laughs> So, me and him are tired. We Four just, weeks ago. It's fine. We, we can get in our little arguments about Seb and um, CB. Whatever. Okay, okay. Oh, we're done. Anyways, <laughs> on that note, we are done. <laughs> Jeff, go ahead and tell the people where they can find look, you. And if, they can argue with you. Look, if y'all want some more arguments on anything High School Music or anything <laughs> else, I got, I'm got. i all here. I want all the smoke. You guys can follow me at Jeff Will Jr. on all your social media platforms. You guys can follow me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram on the Christmas After Bus TV 24 Hours Network. I have a Disney All the Way Christmas, and we did the 26th anniversary of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Check it out, because is it a Halloween or a Christmas movie? Mm. Let us know in the comments. And tonight we are having the season finale part one of Total Divas, so make sure you follow me right, literally right after this to talk about that. And you can find me on all social media at Leslie Cologne underscore, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. And we might have a guest. That should have been part of the gossip. Well, I like to just tease it. Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.